0: Hi folks, I'm Bob Schroep, physical therapist. Brad Heineck, physical therapist. And together we, are, together we have the most famous physical therapist on the internet. In our opinion, of We're course. We're trying to Bob. get used to this mic. I think you're going to blow him away with that. Bob. <laughs> <laughs> How do you do? Uh, today, we are honored and privileged to have Vince, the organic farmer, with us today. Is that a good title for you, Vince? That'll work. That'll work. <laughs> uh, Vince is very knowledgeable <laughs> in a lot of areas regarding nutrition. Right. Am I right, Brad? Yes,
1: and as a matter of fact, uh, he uh, owns and has a farm that he sells and serves hundreds of people within the area, and I am one of his customers. That eats delicious food that you know is good for you, and he's going to explain it to us in just a little bit.
0: Well, you got to tell us where is that located. Can we do that? Is there any right people find you? Find you? Well. If the- our farm is called St. Bridget's Meadows. St.
2: Bridget's Meadows. Which is a long story in itself, but we're located uh, out in the countryside near Coon Valley, Wisconsin. All right, cool. And if you're really looking for us, you can always find us on the web. Kind of sure. like the
1: famous...
0: Those
1: therapists. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now people are, are here are new to the channel. Some have not seen our channel So right. give them a little information about
0: it. Yeah, if you're new to our channel, please take <coughs> a second to subscribe It's on the right side of Vince here your right side left side of Vince um, And we <coughs> provide videos on stay healthy fit pain-free and we upload every day <coughs> And this is a little veer we're veering off a little bit today I mean we're this is how to stay healthy, but we're gonna go actually go a little bit into nutrition today
1: Right and as therapists we know because <coughs> when we treat open wounds, as therapists do, one of the big things is how are those individuals eating so they can heal properly and quickly, and it fits right into the subject. So uh, I think that and the title of this relates to that about yeah, why
0: Why are so many people diabetic nowadays? I mean, exactly. it's, it's just skyrocketed. I mean, it's just, I mean... Remember, when I was younger, you'd go into a bathroom, you never see a needle di- disposal thing. And now, every time you go into a bathroom, you see, the, you see those. Right. And so, this so <coughs> is
1: very good information and explanations of why this is happening, at least in the United States. This mm-hmm. is, you know, worldwide. Vince, you've traveled around the world. You're mm-hmm. familiar with uh, people in the Far East and whatnot, how they eat, so maybe you can mm-hmm. bring that all in, mm-hmm. so let's give him right. a chance yeah. to
2: talk. Well, first of all, um, I am a farmer, a lifelong farmer. I'm not a professional nutritionist, dietitian, medical person, but uh, I've uh, done a lot of uh, observing as a farmer and uh, as a father with children, and uh, and I've done, done a lot of reading and a lot of homework. To start with, it's interesting, because everybody knows perhaps who Hippocrates was, every doctor takes the Hippocratic Oath. Right. And the Hippocratic Oath is,
0: First do no harm.
2: What's the second thing he said? And eat, if you go on the right. internet, <laughs> if, you go, if you look up his name, the second thing that he said was, let your food be your medicine, ah. your medicine is your food. I've ah. seen that quote. Yeah, And it's, yes. and it's, it's, it's uh, critically important. As a farmer, you watch your animals, and uh, if you feed them properly, you get wonderful production, milk production, they gain well, they're happy, they're healthy, Their skin coat. You don't feed them well, they don't thrive, they get sick. If they get injured, they don't heal. With physical therapy, uh, I'm sure if you if you get a, a perfectly fit athlete that comes in here and they got a sprain or something like that, that's easy to work with compared to someone that's maybe 100 pounds overweight. And exactly. Just, and just Absolutely. Sure. Mm-hmm. Yep. So, uh, so it, uh, When you talk about diet, basically, and like with animals or trees or anything else, you got to look at their at their history. Where did they come from? What is right for them? Even even a tree. You want to plant an apple tree? Do you plant an apple tree in a forest, in the shade? No, it's just not right. That's not going to work. An apple tree wants sunshine. It wants to be out there in in the world. And if you plant it in the right place with the right fertility, it thrives. Humans evolved over the last, you know, let's just limit it to the last couple hundred thousand years, in the last 25,000 years, eating in a certain way and eating certain things. And uh, as a result, we developed this whole uh, GI tract, this whole system of digesting and processing a certain type of food, which would keep us healthy. In fact, right now, the, the paleo diet is quite... Popular and the paleo Mm. diet is eating the way the Paleolithic human did. And the Paleolithic human ate uh, quite a lot of meat, right? If they could catch it, right? (laughs) Brad and I know sometimes that's not (laughs) easy. (laughs) We go whole weekends without finding any meat, but uh, eating a lot of meat and uh, they ate a lot of what they could, you know, they're hunter gatherers. So they'd find nuts, they'd find the occasional fruits, roots, very, very roots, tubers. Mm -hmm. They would find uh, very, very you know, they'd find grains once in a while, certain times a wild rice and that sort of thing. But in general, it was, uh, it was meat, it was uh, tubers, it was nuts, it was fruits. And it developed a, a, a digestive process that would take these things apart slowly and steadily and supply your body with the protein it needed and the carbohydrates it needed. And uh, as a result, you thrive and you're healthy. Okay, go back... In our more recent history, let's go back just a couple hundred years, it's 1825 in the United States of America. And uh, you've got people that are, that are farming, and they're pretty much living off of the same kind of a diet. Believe it or not, I mean, as you folks know, you need two to 3,000 calories per day to be uh, okay. And those calories can come from just, you know, pure sugar, I guess, uh, or they can come from a balanced diet. Sure. In 1825 to 1850, right in there, uh, most of the calories, the highest proportion of the calories would have come from animal fat.
0: Sure.
2: It would have been bacon and, you know, beefsteak and, and that sort of thing. The average American in 1825 ate about 12 to 15 pounds of sugar per year. Now you might want to guess what
1: it is today.
0: <laughs> oh, God, hundreds.
2: It's 175 pounds
1: Wow, 175 pounds of Sugar. sugar pure sugar pure. Sugar, per year. Sugar, not carbohydrates. It's like a half a pound Wow. A day. wow. wow. <laughs> so maybe this has something to do with our diabetic issue. Yeah. Oh just maybe huh? yeah.
0: <laughs>
2: really if, if you if you really want to uh, 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 distill it down to one thing, one word it is sugar. Sure Sure. And uh, you know, like I said, I'm no dietitian. I'm not a doctor, but I enjoy reading, enjoy paying attention to things. And sugar, sugar, sugar. It's it's. The, Would you
0: include carbohydrates with that? I
2: mean, no, not, not really. really. I mean, I mean, right here is a uh, is a potato, right, which uh, has 48 grams of carbohydrates in it, right, but of complex sugars, and only three grams of just plain sugar, sugar. The the simple. Carbohydrates that go right into your system and cause all these problems you know, to, to Go back a page, maybe all your listeners know this already But what is the problem with sugar? If you if you take uh, this apple, for example <clears throat> It has uh, about 14 grams I'm reading the label mm-hmm. It has 14, <laughs> 14 grams of, uh, of, uh, of, of, of complex carbohydrates in it And if you eat this apple It's going to take uh, your digestive system
1: <laughs> it's, going to
2: take, it's going to take your digestive system um, quite a while to break down that apple and to, you know, to uh, um, process, it. Oh, process yeah. it, and there's a lot of fiber in it, sure. okay? This fiber, uh, it goes in, the apple goes into your stomach. And your stomach is, uh, is high in hydrochloric acid and kind of begins to break things down a little bit. Then it goes into your small intestine, and a whole group of bacteria begin to attack it and take it apart. Because what you're, when you feed yourself, to a great extent, you're feeding your microbiome in your body. You've got a, literally, it's hard to imagine, but tens of thousands of species billions of individual little critters in your in your GI tract that actually do all the digesting and actually take this potato apart it's not some me- mechanism your body has it is the bacteria
0: Wow
2: so you need you need that you're, you're feeding you're feeding them I was a dairy farmer for many years and this was this was the the, the, the basic thing that where you were told as a dairy farmer you're not feeding a cow you're feeding the rumen you're Interesting. feeding you're feeding its, uh, the, the bacteria in this rumen, which does all the digestion. Sure. If you throw something into a cow's rumen that is different than they've been having for weeks and weeks and weeks and weeks, that's radically different, you will kill off all that microbiome, that flora in the in the rumen in the cow. So you're seeing the good stuff in there. The good stuff is the the good stuff. Well, uh, once again, if, if you you've got a certain amount of surface area, a certain amount of space for bacteria in your GI tract, if you feed them properly, you've got the good ones. The good ones that have been living with us for thousands of years, and they have been. You know, the recent science hey. has traced them back thousands of years. So what's if happened- you feed the wrong stuff, okay. eat the wrong stuff, you get the bad ones.
0: And I take it that's the sugar.
1: So what, what's happened to this apple we were talking about? It mm. went in there, it's got sugar in it, but it's got fiber?
2: It's going to go from the, uh, <clears throat> okay, so now it's in the small intestine, mm-hmm. and there's a certain amount of, 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 of the uh, the simplest sugars are taken apart and passed through the, the cell wall of the small intestine, but not very much of it. It's going to get, most of it's going to end up, because it's so high in fiber, it's going to end up in your large intestine, where there's a, a very, very uh, incredible population of, of bacteria that begin to break it down and, 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 uh, and uh, take this fiber apart and find all those nutrients and bind with them and, and release, little by little, all this energy, into your bloodstream. A good analogy is you know if if you okay let's go back that's the apple now let's take the donut (laughs) or worse yet let's take the chocolate milk because the chocolate milk here is uh, is uh, a very very depleted food it's been it's this this is one percent which is very popular they've taken the fat out of it. In dairy products in milk the, uh, the, the vitamins, the minerals, all the good stuff in ma- milk, most of it is fat-soluble. It's in the fat. So if you take the fat out, all you've got left is water. And uh, interestingly enough, milk consumption, plain old white milk in North America, milk consumption is dropping at a rate, it's, it's gone down 35% in the last 10 years. If you follow a line, in another 20 years, it's zero. Nobody drinks milk. Because one percent, two percent milk, it's terrible. Sure. <laughs> it's, I mean, no, who wants to drink? What kid wants to drink it? So they. But chocolate milk is a different story. Yeah. Yeah. And by the way, it's not the chocolate; it's the forty-eight grams of sugar, sugar wow. in there. So
0: it's almost like drinking a can of pop.
2: It's exactly the same, yeah. if not worse. In fact, oh. I don't know if everybody knows what forty-eight grams of sugar looks like. <clears throat>
0: Okay,
1: we got sugar. Let's say
2: let's say you see somebody drink a cup of coffee and they put two cups of sugar in it Well a teaspoon is four grams, so that would be one Two ten eleven twelve And this is what we give our six and seven year olds in grade school with this with that yes, that's got 48 grams of sugar. That alone to
0: me today is the most shocking thing I'm serious because they've been touting this as the drink of athletes now, right? So maybe
1: this answers the, the big question about diabetic problems and... Is that there's
0: sneaky, sugar is being found in sneaky, you know, places, Right, they sneaking it into no, your so, milk no, even, so, so. Oh, yeah. you know. Let's, well we're going to have to cut off here, but a very interesting talk, and we'll continue on one of our next videos with some more interesting topics. Thanks a lot for Stay watching. Stay healthy and be strong like bull. <laughs>